Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, where we place our hope in the only hope there is. Christ our Lord. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. I'm your host, Pastor Denise, and I welcome you back to today's show. Today we have Pastor Paulette Harper who is here to share about her services and what God is doing in her life and what she's doing and to help others. And so before we bring on Pastor Paulette, I'm going to open with a word of prayer Father, we thank you, and we magnify your name, O oh God. We thank you for another day, another opportunity to share, even in business, to share your love, to share what you have called us to do, God. We thank you, O oh God, for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you, O oh God, for those in every region, every corner of the earth. We pray for your healing in this hour we pray for your covering. We pray for your keeping. And we pray, oh, God, that even now that we would move in your purpose that you placed on the inside of us. So, Father, we thank you and we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Remember, at Hope in Christ, we are healthy overcomers and we are purpose. And we maintain our eternal perspective as we walk out our true identity in Christ Jesus. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on Pastor Paulette Harper, who's going to first introduce herself and tell us a little bit about herself. And then she's going to tell us about the wonderful services that she provides for those that desire to write. Hello, Denise. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate being on and talking with your listeners. Amen. You can um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Pastor Paulette. Okay, yeah. So I am an... um, I'm a book writing coach, a speaker, a literary literary strategist. Uh, my main passion that I have is to um, coach aspiring authors how to position themselves in the publishing industry by teaching them how to self-publish. And so I have been teaching uh, aspiring authors since 2000 and, uh, 2012. And most of my clients are those that write nonfiction and um, teaching them the process of writing, publishing, and then also promoting their books. So my services, um, I do one-on-one coaching and also um, group coaching as well. And then I also have a service that I provide um, authors in the form of a virtual book tour if they want to promote themselves. And as a speaker, my passion, of course, is to help women um, navigate through life and show them um, 
you know, that obstacles and painful experience can really be, you know, transformational stories to others and to really try to help them own their voice and walk in their truth and share their message to the world. Amen, amen, amen. So tell us, we're going to zoom in on your coaching services. So tell us, um, first of all, where are they located? So where do you um, have your services or perform your services? Yeah, so my services are virtual, and so um, we do um, either Zoom or um, phone you know, on the phone. And so how my service, how my coaching services are broken down is um, it's a six-month program. And most of my authors um, have come in and they're at the beginning stages that, you know, some of them haven't even written a book. And so, um, you know, I'm taking them from the conception of their book idea and helping them um, map out their story, develop their their chapter titles, so then they can you know have a an easier flow as they write their story. And then some of my clients have um, have you know have written a book, but they absolutely don't know what to do from that that stage on, and so. I've been able to help, you know, an array of authors at different levels just depending on where they are and helping them to ultimately publish their books. And so I've been um, very blessed to be able to, you know, use my gifts in that area to teach what I know and then in the process of teaching what I know to share that um, so that they can go on and teach what they know as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing. And that was one of my questions that I had, the the reason why you chose to um, to launch it and helping others to be able to, you know, move in what God has put inside of them with their books. So um, how are authors able to connect and join your coaching services? Well, they can connect with me on social media, Facebook, um, IG, and and Twitter. And um, it's really just reaching out to me and, you know, asking, if you know, um, you know, just informing me that they want, they need help in writing and just telling me where they are in the journey, in the publishing journey. And then um, I schedule a call with them. I have a um, a a 15-minute consultation with them just to get an idea of where they are, what kind of story they're writing, and then from there. Um, and even in that call is really to see if we if we fit each other. And then from there, if there's a fit, then we go on and, um, you know, I, you know, set up a program um, tailor-made just for them because, you know, everybody is on a is is at a different level in their writing journey, and so the program is is you know um, it's fit for where they are, and it takes them to the whole process and eventually writing their books. Um, you know, one of the reasons um, that I started, you know, being a coach was, you know, when I wrote my first book, people. Um, you know, people were asking me, you know, how did I, how do I do it? And at that time, I had just written one book, and so I didn't really consider myself a know-all, you know, or even an expert in what I did. But, um, but 
you know, they you would ask and I would just share with them, okay, you do this, you do that and whatnot. And um, then I started doing, you know, workshops and whatnot. And it just became a um, such a, a passion to be able to hold workshops and to be able to feel, to feel a need. And, and that's really what it was about and um, finding a need and feeling it. And then um, from that, doing the one-on-one coaching, which is, um, a blessing to be able to uh, be a partner in someone's else's vision and helping them birth their their vision and bring it to life. Amen, amen. Thank you for sharing that. Now, one of the things you said, which I, I thought was really good, you said um, making sure they're a fit. So explain why is it important for the client, and this is for other even those aspiring authors, and also for coaches to understand the importance of why the client and the coach need to be a good fit? Yeah, you know, one of the things is, um, like I mentioned, most of my clients are uh, nonfiction authors. And so, um, you know, if someone calls me and they, you know, they, they may have, you know, a historical fiction book that they want to write or, you know, a Christian fiction genre or whatever the genre is out apart from, you know, the nonfiction, I'm, I'm real comfortable um, in my lane doing nonfiction. Um, and so if someone came to me that wasn't, then for me, that's not a good fit because I can't teach you how I can't teach you fiction even though I've written a couple of fiction books. That's a that's that's beyond my, you know, my scope. And so I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't tell them, you know, I can help them because I, I couldn't teach them how to outline their story, how to create the characters, the plots and all of that. Um, you know, there are other people that can that can do that. But if they wrote a story and it's a fiction story and they got past all of that and they came to me and it's from taking it from the, the editing to publishing, I can do that. But the, the foundation of it, I couldn't. And so um, I can give you an example. I had did a call one day and the guy was, you know, tell me about his, his story that he wanted to write and he was really all over the place and he wanted his you know his book to just have all the stuff in it it was no it wasn't even organized you know and so I said to him I said you you know you are your your storyline is all over the place and so for a reader you can't take a reader on that kind of journey with you you know readers want you know they don't you know, they don't want to be in a zigzag as they're reading your story. It has to be straight for them or you're going to lose them, you know. And so um, I told him, I said, until you get, you know, your storyline together and you know exactly what it is that you want to write in your, in your book, then, you know, I'm not a good fit for you. I can't help you with all of that, you know. And so, you know, when you're deciding on being a, a fit for your, uh, it's, you know, the coach, for the, the client and also the client for the coach because both of them have to be able to work together and they both have to be able to um, um, agree that, you know, they're going to do, you know, not just work together but comply with each other as, the you know, they go through the process. So you really have to make sure that, um, you know, for a coach that they can't take them 
you know, to that place where, you know, ultimately they want to write their book or they want clarity on something or whatever the, you know, the coach is, you know, um, going to be servicing them to, you know, to help them do. And then for the client, it, it really has to be that they feel that this person, this coach, can really take them to the next level, can really uh, take them to the place of, you know, that they get clarity, they are, you know, um, you know, they're they're moving in the direction that they're not stuck anymore and whatnot, and they have to have confidence in the coach. Um, and then the coach has to have that, you know, ability to make sure that they can take that client to where they want to take them. Hey, man, I totally agree because fiction is a beast within itself, um, just from mm-hmm. being writing fiction and um Fiction takes much longer because it has so many moving parts, like you said, with the guy that, you know, that his story was all over the place because you have to hit the bullseye with the conflict and, and then move around that and and all of that. So I'm finding just with writing fiction that it is much more to it than nonfiction. So mm-hmm. um, oh my thank God, you yeah. for sharing that. <laughs> like, oh, my oh Lord. yeah, yeah. Even yeah, the book I mean, that I'm I, writing. Go ahead. No, I was no, I was just gonna say that you know I've I've talked to people who want to write fiction, you know, and um, you know, and I'll be upfront and I'll tell them, you know, that's not my my strong point, you know, that that's you know. I can't help you develop your story. I can't help you develop characters. I have my own. <laughs> my own issues with doing that, you know, and I'm just not qualified enough to help anybody in that. But uh, you want to write a nonfiction? I got you. (laughs) Amen, amen. And thank you for that having, because everybody doesn't have that integrity. So um, that's Mm -hmm. why I asked you that question, because everybody, some people will just take it and say, well, you know, yeah, I can help. And they know they can't, and so then you've taken the money, and sometimes they have these different policies, and and so it's yeah, important yeah. that um, letting that person know up front, listen, I can help you here, but I can't help you here, so that's, that's yeah. good. To, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, definitely. You, just, you have to really know, you have to know your lane, and you have to be comfortable in that and stay in that, you know, and not do something out of um, your your area of expertise because, you know, um, that, excuse me, that, you know, more than likely is not going to turn out real great, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not. And I've seen, I think that's why so many people are in limbo with um, writing because they've, gone in the wrong direction oftentimes and now they're, you know, mm-hmm. getting people mm-hmm. that God has placed in the earth to help them get it in the right direction. So Mhm. Yeah, most definitely. So my other question I have for you is what has been the most difficult about, you know, just launching your business and and moving in what God is is calling you to do? What's been the most difficult? I think one of the things that's been the most difficult is, um, you know, getting clients to see past how much 
your services cost, you know, because um, they don't understand that you're asking me to, you know, help you become a published author. And that in itself holds great rewards for the author, you know, because there's so many open doors and opportunities that come from that and so many stages that they can appear on and speak and whatnot. And so, you know, when I'm talking to a client and they know that they need, they know they need the services, they know that they want to write a book, and they know that I can help them. But then when they hear how much something is, how much it's going to cost them for it, then they kind of like, well, you know, kind of about it. They're just like, you can hear a pin drop, <laughs> you know. And so getting past getting past that and trying to get them to see that um, they have to look at the end result and not how much something is going to cost them because then they're devaluing, you know, the service. They're devaluing what they're going to get out of it, you know. And so um, that has really been, um, you know, a challenge for me. And then I have, you know, other clients that it, it's it's no sweat for them. They just, they just do it, you know. And so um, – that has has been you know one of my major my major ones and trying to really reach people um and letting them know that not to look at the cost but look at the results of it and you know my coach that was something that my coach you know had to you know talk me through because it's easy to want to change your 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 fees your your fees and your scale of of your costs is easy to want to go back and regress um, based on that and and she said no you can't devalue what you bring because you got to look at the end result of the person and what they're going to get from your years of service your years of experience your years of knowledge your years of going to school and learning I mean all that plays a part in it you know and so um, just trying to convey that to people to let them know that you know I think about the end result of what you're going to receive through all that training I am in total agreement because I know even from the editing hat that I wear, that's the other issue, um, where people are very adamant about editing prices, you know, and um, I've heard people say, well, you know, do you really need an editor? And um, and so helping them <laughs> understand that it's your, your baby, your book is your baby, and so you don't want to by all means to try to you want to put out the best product you can and so exactly that's what I'm trying to help people understand um I remember while a while ago I had a client that said um your prices are you know are too high and and I had to really explain to this client that mm-hmm. the hours spent with exactly. a manuscript is yeah. is a lot and so yeah, um, and I and even some people, their prices are even higher. And higher. I, and I think, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think for um, um, with us as, you know, being believers, and I think that that's one of the things because people, sometimes people want the services to basically be given. 
away pretty much. Yeah, they do. And, yeah, they do. And, mm-hmm. and they don't look at it as this is your livelihood because they wouldn't go into corporate America and say, no, I'm not going to, that's too much. They're going to either pay exactly. it or, you know, and so. Or not. I agree with your coach when she um, said don't devalue because I had to do that. My husband had to say, no, you, you're not going to change anything. You're mm-hmm. They're going to have to because you're doing hours of, of work. Mm-hmm. And, so, mm-hmm. um, and I think helping people to understand that your book is your baby and you want a quality work versus quantity because sometimes people just want to mm-hmm. put stuff out there. And um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that's why the indie industry is looked upon a certain way because mm-hmm. people are just putting it out there instead of, you know, yeah. using people's yeah. services like yours and um, and allowing people to take them through the process because you, you can't, even when you go into the kitchen, you can't just, you know, boom, it's cooked. There's a process. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah, I I totally get with you on that because I, um, I, I, you know, try to explain that piece when I'm talking, you know, when I have a client who's getting ready to, you know, get their book edited and whatnot, and I, you know, I tell them this is going to be the, the most expensive part of publishing because you need, to, you need to invest in the editing, you know, and it's no ifs, ands, or buzz about it. If you don't have the money... Uh, then you need to save up your coins, you know, because you just don't want to put something out there just for the sake of saying that you are an author. And if you, you know, if if that's what your intentions are, it's to just, you know, not do the piece of the editing. Why, you know, why why do that when your book is going to be all messed up? Reviewers are going to talk about you. You know, you've wasted people's money. That's what they're going to be really mad about when they buy a book, you know, and they find all these typos and whatnot. And so, um, I, you know, I tell people all the time, if you're going to cut back on something, let it not be the editing, you know, it, let it be a piece of the marketing or something like that, but let it not be the editing because you need that, you know. And then, um, you know, when they realize that it's not, just the proofreader, you know, that they need content, you know, editing, development. They they need those other levels, you know, and uh, and that's an eye opener for them as well. And so, you know, it really does come with them trying to learn the industry even before they, you know, set you know, pen to paper. Just learn what it means to really publish a book and, and really be an author. And if you're going to say you're going to be an author, you know, do that, be an author and, um, and learn the industry and learn the price that it's going to cost you to put a, a great quality book out there and don't, you know, shortchange yourself and even shortchange your readers that are going to want to support you. Amen. Amen. And you were talking about marketing. That's another question that I wrote down. Um, one of the marketing questions I have is how do you help um, your clients or, you know, how do you intend to help your clients um, to understand that marketing 
can make or break them or marketing their book or not marketing their book can make or break them. Yeah. So one of the things that I, I share with, um, you know, my clients is I, I try to instill upon them to start, you know, you know, talking about their book, you know, telling people that they, you know, are going to write their book. And if they're on social media, put excerpts out there about their book. Book is coming and here's an excerpt from it and whatnot, you know. And so you really should market your book, you know, you know, months before, you know, at least, you know, at least six months out, you know, and, and for sure three months out. And so you really should – create a marketing plan and a strategy to do that. And so that's one of the things that I help them create is a strategy for promoting their book before, during, and after. Because an author has to, you know, get the buzz out there about their book, They ha- especially if they, you know, they're brand new and so they have to create or they have to build up their readers and they have to build up trust with readers that want to, you know, trust them, you know, trust a new author. And so you have to really um, put work into and, and, and strategizing to get the the word out there about your book and get the buzz out there and build the excitement up about your book, um, you know, way before it gets launched and, and it gets released. And then, um you know, I one of the things that I, that I have is is that I have this this author's calendar, and it it goes from six to nine months what an author should be doing, and then it's broken down from three to five months what the author should be doing, and then the month before the launch what an author should be doing, and so they should find you know something like that to help them stay on point and stay on track as to what they need to be doing these months out before their book is actually launched. And there's a strategy to it, you know, and you can't publish a book, release it, and then tell the world, oh, my book is available and expect the world to just jump and buy it. They're not going to do it, you know. And so you have to really be, you know, strategize, um, have a strategy plan, you know, um, for them to, you know, promote their book. Amen. I agree. I totally agree with that because I found that um, that's where people get stuck. They they feel like, okay, this is too much. They <laughs> say it's easy, yeah. and then when it gets to that marketing part, they're like, mm, this is too much. And And I've seen people write wonderful books, and then they just stop. They just they feel like marketing is is too much of it, and that's what you know happens when you're in the author, when you have to market it all. But yeah. again, you're reaping yeah. the benefits of your own royalties as well. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you. You you do, and um, and that's where it, that you know it's it's even harder if you wait till the last minute to start marketing. And so mm-hmm. if you plan it out months ahead and you are you 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 have a plan, you're strategic about it, um then once it's released you you've done, you know, 6 months, 3 months of legwork, you know, leading up until that moment, that point and so you do the work before so then the, once the book is, is released, then you're not trying to, you know, 
build up this momentum about your book and hope that people will buy it because at that moment you're behind the eight ball, then you got to play catch up. And it's very difficult. It really is very difficult. And that's, that's another thing that, you know, authors, you know, they, they fail in that when they don't understand that, that that's something that they need to do, you know, and, um, and they have to have the money to do it. And even though, I mean, there's plenty of free sites that, you know, people can promote their books on and whatnot, but you got to find that, you know, you, you have to find it versus paying someone who has already the, um, the readers and the, the system to help promote your book. Amen. Amen. Um, one of my other questions I have for you is how do you balance it all? I know as an entrepreneur, it's a lot to balance um, things and especially with clients and things like that. So how do you balance it all? Yeah, you know, um, one of the things that I had to do, in fact, you know, this week really thinking about, you know, everything that's that's on my plate and really trying to prioritize because you think everything is a priority you know, and, and, and some things really are, you know, priorities, and there's some things that are secondary, you know. And so for me, I have a real bad habit of signing up for stuff and, and you know, the, what I'm signing up for is going to have some training with it and whatnot. And, and I had to tell myself to stop it, you know, and quit putting on more on my plate than the time I have to devote to it. So I had to, you know, um, cut out some things that I was doing and not that they were, they were just wasn't necessary for me to do it at this moment, you know. And so there are things that I'm even doing now that everything seems to be a priority. And so I just, I've just really been taking it a day at a time. I really have. You know, when I get up in the morning, um, I'm asking God to just really establish my day and help me to get my day in order based on what it is that I need to do, you know, and giving him my day and allowing him to really um, help me get through my obligations and my tasks and whatnot, but just really uh, knowing the things that I need to do in a day and making sure that, you know, and realizing there's just some things that are not going to get done, and I have to be okay with that, you know, and the necessary things are going to get done in its time. Yes, yes, that is so true. Um, giving it to God, I often say, and I laugh at myself when I say, God, take the whole car. Just take it. Just tell me what to do with it. <laughs> and um, because sometimes you just have to do that. And like you said, it'll get done in its time. And um, sometimes you'll find that clients will um, say, oh, you know, they want to stretch something out. And you're like, yes, thank you, Lord. You know, and, and mm -hmm. they're not ready. So you that's that God moving and, and giving you the opportunity to have the extra time as you, like you said, you give mm -hmm. it to him and um, allow him to, to lead the way. So, yes, that is so true. Yeah. 
Well, thank you for sharing. So tell us how people can um, connect with you, even um, purchase your books, because you didn't mention that you're an author. I think you did. But also to purchase your personal books and also um, to connect with you to um, purchase your services. So how can they do that? Yeah, they can uh, go to my website, paulaharper.com, and to get um, get my books, I, I write Christian fiction, nonfiction, and I have a children's book, and they go they can go to Amazon and look at my profile, see all my books there as well. And um, I am actually creating a um, Storytellers Academy toolkit for aspiring authors, and inside the toolkit. Um, it's going to show them how to – it's going to be a downloadable toolkit, and they'll be able to go through the process of writing, publishing, and promoting their book. And so uh, actionable items that they can implement right now. So that is something that um, I'm going to be launching next month so your readers can you know, look forward to that. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pray out. Thank you again for um, thank sharing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Great advice that you gave to us today so, or this evening or this morning, wherever people are <laughs> in the world. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your woman of God. We thank you for what Pastor Paulette is doing um, and what you have her doing in helping others, oh God, to fulfill the purpose and plan that you placed on the inside of them. We pray, Father, for those that were listening or will listen, that they would connect, they would reach out, God, and that they would um, begin to move in your purpose and what you have given them, God, even in this hour. Even though we see what we see around us, you have put purpose inside of us. So. We pray that those that are listening, that they would um, take heed to your voice and that will move in what you call them to do. Father, we thank you and we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, right, so, amen. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate you. Thank you, and thank you for those that are listening. Be blessed and continue to hope in Christ.